Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Beyond Mediocrity Leader Development. I am your host, James Prince. JP, y'all can still call me. I know it's been a minute since we last had a chance to talk and uh, for me to be able to really put some things together. Uh, but Happy New Year, everybody. I know it's been a great 2022 so far. We're already in the fourth week, and uh, I'm just so glad to be back, y'all. I know I've got a lot going on personally with my kids. You know, we've got four kids, my wife and I, my wife, Ariane. You know, we she's got her own business, there's always something that can preoccupy my time. But one thing I am committed to doing for those who are new to this BMLD community is motivating others to push beyond mediocrity to be exceptional. And so even though it's been a few months, I can tell you that uh, God is still giving me, you know, a, a desire and a passion and a hope uh, to encourage you. So uh, I'm glad you tuned in. This one's going to be really quick because it's more so just to keep you motivated. Uh, one thing I recognize about New Year's and, and resolutions, if you will, people resolve to do a lot of things at the beginning of January. But by the end of January, we're about done, man. You know, work has gotten tough and I can speak for myself. You know, like I said, you know, the kids can demand so much and work can get hectic. You know, you've got a commitment to your family life. Uh, but let's remember, y'all, that we are exceptional people. And so there are no excuses, no matter how hard life gets. When God gives us that ability, we can do anything. So that's the goal of this podcast. As a matter of fact, I've got three tenants that I've tried to always focus on. And they are self-actualization, business acumen, and social activism. And so today being the first of 2022, this first episode for the year, uh, I'm going to focus on self-actualization. And so for those who don't know about self-actualizing, it's basically being motivated uh, to be the best version of ourselves. And I know that can be a little cliche. I know everybody's saying it, and it's been the same for a while. But uh, it doesn't mean we still can't make a focus to be our very best version. And let's face it, we are creatures of God anyway. God created us. And when God created humanity, he said it was good, you know, so we might as well just be good people, right? Well, speaking of, the one thing that I wanted to do uh, is really just encourage you all to recognize that there are things that no matter how hard life can get, uh, that you can still have joy. And so when I think about what I've decided for 2022, uh, that's really all this episode is going to be about is what brings me joy. And the words to encourage you, they come from, as always, a Bible verse. And this one's coming from Romans chapter 15, and it's verses 13 and 14. So uh, if you're taking notes, that's where we're going to call from, pull from the Bible. It's the New Testament, the book of Romans chapter 15, verses 13 and 14. And here's what it says in the Amplified Version. This is Paul writing to the Roman church. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. And this is a Paul again saying, personally, I am convinced about you, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, amply filled with all spiritual knowledge and competent to admonish and counsel and instruct one another. Now, I know that's a mouthful, but again, that comes from Romans chapter 15, verses 13 and 14. I highly recommend that if you haven't gotten into a habit of reading a Bible or uh, something inspirational, I recommend the Bible then maybe that's one of the things you do in 2022. But the one I want to, the thing I want to focus on from this uh, particular uh, passage comes from the first verse, chapter 15 of Romans, but verse 13. 
May the God of hope fill you with all joy. Now, the reason why I thought that, you know, joy was a good thing to focus on is because let's face it, you know, nobody likes to be around people who are sorrowful. You know, I don't like being around sad people. And, you know, if I am going to be around them, trust me, they ain't going to be sad for long. And I feel like it's my motivation, you know, to encourage them. But as I thought about things that I had, I plan to uh, accomplish in 2022, uh, I wrote down a list of seven items. And so that's really all I want to do today. I'm going to be brief. But what I did, and I actually posted this on Facebook. If you follow me on Facebook, it's Beyond Mediocrity. I'm also on uh, Instagram and I'm also on, on LinkedIn. But I try to keep as consistently a message going throughout all these channels. But I wrote five, uh, seven things down on what brings me joy. I, I did a screenshot of what I wrote literally on a piece of index paper. And uh, here's what it says. There are seven things that I, I say will bring me joy and have brought me joy so far in the year 2022 and something that I'm hoping you can take a few notes and maybe just apply to your own life. The first one is this, having faith that God is my sole provider. He is my sustainer. God or she is my keeper. God is my savior. God is my redeemer. And the reason why I felt this was important to tell you all, because not only am I holding myself accountable, but I feel like we all should be motivated to do the same. Have faith that God is your soul provider. God is your soul sustainer. God is the only one who can truly save you and redeem you from the hells of this life, you know, from the cares of this world. But I think that the point I'm trying to make is this. The number one thing on my on my list of what will bring me joy, not just in 2022, but this year and beyond, is having faith that God is everything, in essence, to me. And so if you've got a point in your life where you've probably made a person, maybe you've even made yourself a uh, top priority. Now's a good chance to reset, reset those priorities and have faith that God is your sole provider. Yeah, you can say that you've got lots of money in the bank. You can say that you've got a great solid job, but there's plenty of people who have all the things, the material things that we think make us happy that or that bring us joy. But guess what? Some of those very people, the richest people, the most powerful people, the most famous people, the most influential people don't always have joy. So that's why I say that if there's anything that I want to have bring me joy is having faith in God, that he is my or she is my sole provider. So that's number one. Number two, seeing my wife smile. You know, as easy as it sounds, you know, you know, everybody smiles because it's easy, you know, and even Kurt Franklin, I've said this before, you know, he had the song, you look so much better when you smile. The fact is that there are plenty of people who have a lot to smile about, but still don't make the choice. Well, my wife smiles a lot. You know, she has a beautiful smile, too. But that's one of the things that's number two on my list of things that bring me joy. And the reason why I have it listed is that it's not just a matter of what she it, what she does or how she looks when she smiles. But it's something that I feel obligated to try and do. I can't make my wife happy. She knows that. But what I know I can do is try to make life filled with uh, moments of happiness. And so thereby she chooses to be happy. But anytime, I mean, you always heard the phrase, I'm sure, happy wife, happy life. Well, I'm talking about someone who smiles, but that also brings joy to your life. So that's number two on my list. If you have someone significant in your life uh, and you feel like as opposed to bringing joy or make I'm sorry, making them smile uh, when when they see you come into the room and when they hear that garage door open, do they frown? Are they sad? 
Are they a little scared? You know, and I, I'm, I'm laughing and I really shouldn't make light of it because there are people who really do uh, bring terror when they come home uh, to that significant other. Let me encourage you all today. Think about what you can do to change. And if you can make that significant other, even if it's a child, smile as opposed to cry or frown or in, act in fear, make that change. And maybe it starts with you, number one, having that faith in God. But that's number two on my list, seeing my wife smile. Now, of course, goes going along with that in this whole theme of family is hearing my children laugh. I love to laugh. If I've got anything that I realized about myself over the last several years, is that I absolutely love to laugh. And I've come from a family of people, you know, who just enjoy life, you know, but uh, there's something about hearing a child laugh. There's something about hearing your children laugh that brings you joy. And so if you haven't taken the moment to say, let me listen and hear how happy my children are or, or how much fun they seem to have, uh, you'll be surprised how quickly that will infect you. And before you know it, you laughing just like the rest of them. But that's number three on my list. What brings me joy? Number three is hearing my children laugh. Another thing is feeling blood flow through my body with constant movement. So, you know, we used to pray, you know, thank you, Lord, for the activity of my limbs. That was a prayer I remember hearing as a child. But, you know, I'm in my 50s now. So I think it means a whole lot more than it did back when I was 20 something. I'm very grateful. And that brings me joy that I can wake up and I've got flow, blow, um, blood flowing through my bone, my body. My bones aren't aren't uh, creaking and, and making. I mean, granted, I have some days where I feel like I need to move a little slower. But let's let's thank God, you know, for the moments that we have that we don't have uh, aches and pains throughout the day. That brings me joy. And if you do have opportunities to realize that your life is blessed just because you are alive, even if you're in a wheelchair, some of you may be bedridden because of the fact that you've got, you know, maybe uh, maybe a woman's pregnant and really can't move. I mean, whatever that reason could be. My encouragement to you is this, is that you actually have breath in your in your lungs. You have uh, an ability to see or hear whatever you do have. Thank God for that. That's what would bring. That's what should bring you joy. OK. All right. Almost done. y'all. This fifth thing that I've got is spending time on the beach. Now, the reason why I put that there is because. My wife and I had a chance to finally get away by ourselves for the first time in the last three years, maybe. And uh, we got a chance to go out to California, which, by the way, if anybody uh, knows someone who's willing to give away a multimillion dollar mansion and just have somebody come and live and occupy, uh, I'll be glad to be the recipient. If you've got money that you just want to get rid of and you want to write me a check, I'll take it because I will move to California today if I had the chance. You know, God has just blessed this country to have so many beautiful places to see and visit. But I'm telling you, all California, as many issues that people may claim that state has, it was a beautiful trip. And one of the many things I enjoyed about that trip was just being on the beach. So that's why it's on my list of what brings me joy, because I got to get back to that beach. Uh, sit, uh, I've got one more thing or two more things. Six is relinquishing. And this is probably the best way to, to end it. So let me let me skip that one. and I'll come back to it. Another one is having a fluid 50. So I'll say number six is fluid 50s mindset. And, uh, you know, I read uh, a book from Will Smith. Actually, it's called Will. And uh, part of what I remember hearing him say is some advice he got from Denzel Washington, which was in uh, the way that you handle life circumstances. <laughs> I'm laughing because he didn't use the word fluid, but he did use another word that starts with the letter F and uh, ended with the 
the letter K. Now, I'm not going to say that uh, that's the mindset. I want to have just F it uh, 50s. Uh, but And you all pardon me if I've offended you, but I chose to make that more of a fluid 50s. I think the mindset of having a more fluid thought and the way that you approach life, just like water, you know, it become, it becomes malleable. And uh, not to say that I can never really stabilize, but I think that when you get older, especially when you've got teenage kids, <laughs> which I have, uh, you recognize that there is a chance uh, that your life can be a whole lot more miserable if you don't go with the flow. And so I've made that decision. Uh, and what I plan to do that will make life more joyful for me in 2022 is to be more fluid. So uh, that's number six. And the last one is this. And this is what I think is most important. And what I leave you with relinquishing ownership of things that you can. And I said that I can't and were never meant to control. Let me read it again. Relinquishing ownership of things that I cannot and were never meant to control. Now, as you think about the way that uh, life, it, it deals all types of circumstances. Uh, it's easy to think that you have control and that in that in the process, you the problem becomes you try to keep control. But let's face it, y'all, you were never in charge. We were never in charge. And so at least if you are, are uh, even if you aren't Christians and if you don't believe in God, the fact is you don't have to believe in God. You wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for God. But let me remind you what, what Romans chapter 15, verse 13 says. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, not you, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, God's Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. Now, if the pressure has been on for you to check the box and, you know, meet all these types of goals you've set for your life. Uh, one thing I can tell you is that no matter how much you may try to plan, uh, ultimately, it is God's purpose who uh, which um, I think that's in the Bible. Uh, the purposes of God will prevail. Uh, but you've got to relinquish ownership, thinking that you own things and can control things, because if you want joy in 2022, you I'm I'm try, I'm telling you now, try to see if you can control every circumstance you're involved in. And in that effort, as you try, see how much joy you'll retain. More than likely, it'll be very short lived. You'll have very little joy because the fact is we can't control and some things we were never meant to control in this life. So my words of encouragement today for you all is this before I pray. Think about how you can plan 2022 to be a year filled with joy. And if you have to go through a process of writing it down, trust me, when you write things down, that's when they truly do become uh, specific goals. And uh, you, you realize even more things are able to be written when you put them on paper. But take the time. You don't have to have seven. If you just start with three, write down what you think is going to bring you joy in 2022. But at, at the end of the day, make sure that you recognize God in the process. So um, once you realize that you cannot control, once you realize that there are certain things like your wife or your children or uh, people that you love smiling or laughing, the simple things in life, you'll realize also that joy really can be complete, full and complete. Now, the one last thing I'll say, and this is the last part of the verse before I pray. Uh, this is, again, coming from uh, Romans chapter 15, verse 14. And this is Paul telling the people personally. I am convinced, and I feel the same way. That's why I wanted to end it with this. 
I am convinced about you, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness. I believe that, y'all. There's a lot of bad in the world, but I believe that you, my brothers and sisters, are full of goodness, amply filled with all spiritual knowledge, and you are competent to admonish and counsel and instruct one another. Now, the reason why I wanted to add that is because there's so much joy to encouraging someone else. There's so much peace that comes when you take the time to text somebody. Let them know that you're thinking about them, encouraging them. If you took a a day and just tried one full day to do nothing but say good things about other people, imagine what would happen. If you took one day and decided that anything negative that comes into my mind, I'm going to let it. I'm going to I'm not going to let it stay. I'm going to actually let it uh, go really quickly. If it came, I'm going to put it out of my head and focus on the positive. If you can find time just starting with one day, you'll be shocked at how quickly your life will be filled with joy. So uh, that's it, y'all. That's all I have is just to really encourage you in this new year. Plan to have joy in your life. Plan to have peace in your life. Plan to do good things. And what you can do is eliminate negativity. Don't take stress. Don't allow anger. Don't allow grumpy and complaining people in your life. Don't allow inequities. Don't allow ignorance or intolerance. But instead, focus on the good. Focus on what God has done and what God will continue to do in your life. So with that, let me go ahead and pray real quick. God, thank you for this moment of time. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us. Thank you, Lord, for a new year of of joy and peace. Thank you, Lord, for revelation. Thank you for your scripture and for the word that you have given to encourage. We pray now that, that for everyone who is listening to me on this episode, Lord, that they will take heart to what your word says, Lord, that we can trust in you, that we can hold fast to your promises. And God, our life can be filled with joy as we relinquish ownership of things we cannot control, things we were never meant to control and give our lives to you. That is the way that we can self-actualize and be the best version of ourselves. We thank you for all things and we give you praise in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, y'all, of course, you know, it's always difficult to, to drop and not have a chance to stay in touch. But trust me, there are going to be more great episodes coming down the road. I'm so excited because uh, one thing I thought about is giving up and saying that I just had too much on my plate. But uh, these are things that God has given me an ability to do, encourage others. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. So it may not be every single month. It may not be every week. But trust when I can, I'm going to put something else out here. But you all keep me in prayer. Keep me in thought. And uh, know that God loves you. I love you more. And uh, we'll talk again real soon, okay? You all take care. And remember, you are exceptional people. So guess what, y'all? Be exceptional. All right, y'all take care. Love you. We'll talk soon.